1: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theatres, May 3rd. We PG 13.
2: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards
1: their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au/slash BSV. Kane Lambert is with us, part of the successful side last night. Kane, welcome to Crunch Time.
2: G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. Was it a systematic triumph last night? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, you know, it was always going to be a great battle against a, a really good opposition. But you know, for us, it was about method and system, married with you know great effort and intent.
1: And I, uh, I thought we brought that last night. So, how strategic was it? How much, how much classroom work do you do in the lead up to a game like that? Oh, there's obviously
2: a fair bit, but um, you know, our coaches do a fantastic job. Uh, we felt like Geelong were going to play a game where they they want a possession of the ball. And we all wanted a, a chaotic type of brand, so it was, um, you know, sort of two contrasting styles, and we've seen a bit of both.
1: And when, when you've got a sense that it's working out on the field, is it, how early on did you feel like the the, the game was on your terms? Oh, it, it,
2: to be honest, it ebbs and flows a little bit because they're a quality opposition. You know, There was times where they, they were able to keep the ball off us, but you know we are pressing up pretty hard. You know, there's a, there's a feeling when the the Richmond Avalanche as such is, is coming in, there's numbers in the screen. The boys are, you know, putting a lot of pressure on the, the ball carrier. So, you know, that's a style of footy we want to play and, and we feel like it stacks
1: up. Luke Hodge is Kane Lambert. Soji. Yeah, Kane, I, I spoke to Jack Reward after the game and he said that the Richmond Football Club are a defence first team. How much do you emphasize that and uh just the attacking side will come once you once you dominate defensively?
2: Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. You know, I think well, most of the boys who get drafted have great offensive skill set, but uh, when it comes to offense, it's about just playing. But you know, the defense, defense is a collective eighteen man approach, and and celebrating that it's not necessarily just turning the ball over, but you know, setting up behind the ball, the spoils, the smothers, the tackles, the chases, and and bringing energy with that. You know, it's something that we we thrive on, and,
1: and we really enjoy. What's your uh... Communication with Dusty, because you're the one who pushes up really hard, and and I've noticed Dusty a lot uh, the last eighteen months, especially. He'll take a, a centre bounce or a stoppage, and then he'll he'll float forward, and and you're working up to the defence and then working back. Is it just a bit of a nod and a wink, or, or you've got a system in there that that you sort of understand your role and don't have to worry about the communication with him?
2: Well, I think the great thing about our footy club is we played a lot of footy together now, and. You know, Dusty's not necessarily one to talk too much, so we we have great chemistry. <laughs> we probably have a um, understanding on where each other are on the ground. So it's a combination of myself and a few others who who play that role. But you know, it's enabling, given an environment where players can play their strengths, and uh, Dusty's got a, a plethora of
1: strengths as we know. And one last, one, just with with Koch. Uh how important is he? Just with uh, his mindset and his understanding, and I guess his composure in a, in a pressure situation. Uh, Geelong were coming hard last night, and all of a sudden that he'd take the, he'd take a few stoppages, but then he'd cruise across the half back line. He had three or four touches in, in the space of a couple of minutes, just to compose it and just let let the players around him know that not not to get too flustered.
2: Yeah, there's nothing more inspirational than seeing our skipper put his head over the ball. And, you know, you go back a number of years and and critical moments in games and and big games, it's him who gets the the ball going our way. Uh, You know, dimmer has been saying he's a a battering ram and, you know, he really sets a tone for us defensively. But his, you know, his calm approach on the offence is just a brilliant player to be with and play
3: with. Hey, Kane, Andy Maher here, mate. Congratulations on the win last night. They came off the five, you came off the nine. You've come off short game... Turnarounds pr- turnarounds between games through these sort of th- this cluster of footy. How big a difference does it make?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a tough period one to navigate through when you have the, the games back to back. And you know, we we were fresh after the nine-day break. Uh, we got challenged a little bit with with two on the bench, so you know, probably evened itself out a little bit towards the end there. But uh, it, it is a real challenging time for for teams who play consecutive games really quickly. It's also
3: making the most of the opportunity when you do get along the break. What sort of stuff have you been doing between, like you yourself? What sort of um, you know recovery and preparation stuff have you been doing from game to game?
2: I think the physical side you put a lot of trust in, you know, our conditioning stuff. But probably the most challenging part for me, I found, I can't speak on behalf of everyone, was was the mental side. It, it gets quite exhausting, sort of coming up for a game. You, know, you play uh, you play a game and come down pretty quickly, but you've got to build back up and you know, you're back in the rooms getting strapped to go again so that that mental side is is probably the most, most challenging, particularly being in a hub where it's a little bit difficult to escape the the football yeah. environment as such so we um you know you've got to be sensitive to everyone and and give them time and space so That's probably been the most challenging part about the games, backing up so quickly.
0: Kane, it's Sam Edmund here. Thanks a lot for your time this afternoon. I know we spent a lot of time talking about the defence. It was just so impressive last night. Can you talk about the collective nature of it um, for the uninitiated in that is it so specific and so refined that if even one player falls out of, uh, loses concentration, isn't quite in the spot they need to be, that can be the difference between letting a side like Geelong through or not?
2: Yeah, no doubt. Especially a quality side like Geelong, it, it takes... 18 people on the on the field, and you know sometimes you see on the screen just the players, you know in, in the screen, but it, it goes well beyond that, and you know it's only subtle as well. So they're the type of things we like to celebrate on defence, and you know as a club we we pride ourselves on the way you know the way we set up behind the ball and uh, you know reward those actions because as you see you know we're not necessarily a football club that um, has high statistics, but Every, each individual plays a crucial role to the way we play.
0: And I know you're not a member of the back six, but a lot has been made of the so-called uh, Hawkins Island, and you certainly don't want to leave a player like him one out. How much emphasis was put on helping out, whether it be Noah Bolter or Dylan Grimes, who was magnificent last night, just making sure you made it a two-on-one or a three-on-one?
2: Yeah, no doubt. And I think as a midfield group, you know, the, the pressure we put on up the field definitely helps the boys behind behind the ball. But... You know, Dylan Grimes was it was fantastic last night. Mick Flossten and then, you know Noah Bolter, you have seen this year has, has really come on. So it is a collective. Uh, you know, it's a little team within a team. The back
3: six there, they're they're pretty tight.
2: Um, but, yeah, we can, we can also help up the field and, and create dirty balls going forward.
3: Hey, Kane, it's probably not a bad time to be up in the bubble. There's been a fair bit spoken about Richmond uh, in places like this and, and other media outlets around the place this footy season uh, with some of the, you know, non-footy-related stuff that's been taking place. How, what's that done to the group? Has that been referenced much amongst you guys? And has it, you know, we, spec, we, we speculate on the capacity for it to kind of galvanise a group. You know the kind of the the dents and the smudges and the knocks along the way. Have you got a sense for for how you guys, a bunch of players, have responded to to some of that stuff?
2: Yeah, look, there's no doubt it hurts because you know the the reflection of the group, what's being said in in some ways, is not a true reflection, and you know we understand we've got to take responsibility for for what's happened and. You know, when you apply empathy and compassion, you can see sides from, you know, why people have their opinions. But you know, it's also not to, um, you know, doubt what we're doing and, and doubt what we're about. You know, we are, you know we've we we've built this, this culture and this uh, love and connection for each other. Um, you know, when times are tough, we, we stick tough. And you know, I think we've seen the performance last night was, you know, a team that's really confident in, in where we're going and what we want to achieve.
0: Kane, what are you hearing? Uh, never a good time to get injured, but um, obviously disastrous last night for Ivan Soldo and to a lesser extent Tommy Lynch. What are you hearing on those two guys today?
2: Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think we're not looking great for Soldo. I think he's going in for scans today. You know, fingers crossed, it's not as as serious we are as we might suspect. Um, and and I think Tom's probably going to go for a scan as well. We're not sure how. Um, how bad it is, but hopefully it's only, you know, a couple of weeks. But, you know, we we'll are looking out for Soldo. He's been a crucial part of our footy club, uh, especially this year's starting to play some really, really good footy. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give him all the love.
1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au.
2: Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar
1: 2022 semi-finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.